We just want to give you value because that's what we're here for is to drive economic value for the area to create jobs, bring investment capital and bring in great talent because that's what we need in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Excellence, professionalism, innovation and collegiality. These are the values the Sam M. Walton College of Business explores in education, business and the lives of people we meet every day. I'm Matt Waller, Dean of the Walton College and welcome to the Be Epic podcast. I have with me today Matthew Ward, Fuel Accelerator Director and Startup Junkie Consultant. Thank you, Matthew, for joining us today. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, uh, Matthew, you have had a lot of um, good experience in areas associated with uh, finance and uh, venture capital. Uh, you did a number of internships and uh, but now you're a consultant with Startup Junkie. So Matthew, you have a lot of experience uh, in internships with um, associated with capital allocation. And and in addition to that, of course, you are director of the Fuel Accelerator and a consultant with Startup Junkie. But why don't you take a moment to just explain what the Fuel Accelerator is and also what Startup Junkie is, and then we'll get into some other topics as well. Yeah, so to start with Startup Junkie, we are a mission-driven organization um, that's looking to empower innovators and entrepreneurs in the area. Um, really do that through two ways. We have consulting and then events and programs. So with the consulting piece, uh, we meet with anyone from idea stage to 25 million revenue. Um, at no cost because we are funded by organizations such as Walton Family Foundation, City of Fayetteville, EDA, and others in order to drive economic development in the area. Um, but then on the other end of the spectrum, we also have events and programs. So if you've heard of Startup Crawl, uh, we typically have that on the Fayetteville Square, typically over 2,000 people. I mean, we also have other programs such as Kiva um, and Fuel. So what Fuel is, is a program where we connect growth stage AI startups from around the world um, to enterprises and mentors in the area. Um, and the hopes with that, Dean Waller, is to secure contracts. Um, and if they like the experience both on the business side and the recreational side with what NWA has to offer, um, then plant roots down here, whether that's an office or their headquarters. Um, and we've seen a lot of success from that from the last two years for the whole program. So um, really excited about that and really happy about uh, the future of fuel moving forward so yeah startup crawl i've uh, participated in that before that's always very interesting it's fun to meet all of the companies that are early stage and um, that are participating in northwest arkansas you know i know a lot of these uh, companies uh, these early stage companies are coming from outside of the area uh, how do you lure them in how do you how do you market to them yeah so i was fortunate to come in um for this cohort the fourth one so we already had some brand equity built in but with how we draw them in is mainly with the enterprises in the area so i mean we have walmart tyson jb hunt and all the vendors surrounding them so as a startup that is looking to scale up become enterprise ready or internationally trying to break into an american market um, it's a great way to not only get the connections, but also gain the knowledge because it's not easy working with large enterprises. 
you can't just walk in and say, hey, I have a great product or solution. Could you please take it? And that's not how it works. So we try to walk the startups through that. And when we're recruiting and going through that process, they find a lot of value in that. I mean, we've had a lot of success attracting awesome startups. Oh, I know you had Ox uh, with Sharu on about 10 or so episodes ago, and she has done an amazing job in the area, relocated from Atlanta, Georgia, has created around 30 jobs now and continues to um, show why NWA is a great area to be in. Yeah, uh, you're right. I've been following her since she moved here and her company. But yeah, I, I did have her on the podcast not too long ago, a few months ago. And one thing I really like about her story is it illustrates the importance of pivoting. And I actually had another podcast uh, not too long ago with uh, an economist named John List, who's the current, he's currently the chief economist for Walmart the first chief economist for Walmart. And he's also a professor of um, economics at University of Chicago. Uh, he developed the algorithms for Lyft and Uber and wow. uh, and others. And, and now he's at Walmart, an amazing guy. But we, the reason I bring it up is we were talking about the sunk cost fallacy, you know, how people say, well, I've already invested this much money. I've got to do this. You know, and and one of the examples he likes to use is, okay, you know, you've got you've got um, tickets to a concert, and it turns out the weather's going to be terrible. It's going to be very cold, but people will still go, even though they would be they would enjoy being at home, watching a movie or something instead. But they'll go because they've already spent the money on the uh, on the tickets, and of course. This is pivoting kind of similar, you know, as a as an early stage entrepreneur, you put all this effort into something and then you realize you have to pivot. And the sunk cost fallacy sometimes keeps you from from doing that. Yeah, it's it's funny how that relates not only to business, but you can look at dating or hobbies or whatever else you're investing your energy into. It's like, oh, I bought all this equipment to do CNC like machinery. I need to make sure I get that money back somehow. Or, you know, I've been dating this person for six, seven months. Like, you know, it's not the best fit, but, you know, I've already committed the time. So that's definitely a big piece of the startup world because you want to, you don't want anybody telling you your baby's ugly, but whenever you are putting it out in the market and seeing if there's traction, soon enough, you're going to have to figure out another, another way to make it happen unless you have unlimited funds, which typically startups have limited resources, you have to figure out a way to make it happen. Matthew, I know for the Fuel Accelerator, you're focusing on firms that are involved in artificial intelligence, machine learning. Tell me a little bit about that space in general. How How is that doing? Yeah, so it seems like from the investment side, uh, the amount allocated towards that space has gone down, but it still seems like, I mean, if like at Walmart, and some other organizations that they're looking to get in automation, and that's a big piece of AI. Um, so at the end of the day, with any corporation, you're looking to either make money, save money, deal with compliance, or have some sort of competitive moat um, when dealing in the competitive environment. So we just want to make sure that with our startups, that we are offering the enterprises a buffet of options to where uh, we can go into one of those buckets for them and drive value at the end of the day. 
if if um, if someone say they had uh, a supply chain artificial intelligence solution that was relevant to CPG, for example, how would you explain the value of fuel to them? Yeah, so I think one you can look at the mentors in the area. Um, it doesn't necessarily have to be people that are within the enterprises. It can be somebody that was involved in it, retired, and now they want to allocate a lot of time in giving back to the community and giving not only potentially connections, but their knowledge. Um, because it's not easy, like I was saying, dealing with enterprises. Um, so there's that aspect of dealing with mentors. Um, and also, we don't take any equity at all. Uh, we want to give you the value without taking any money away from you. So uh, when we're going through the curriculum and the mentors and the two demo days at the end, we just want to give you value because that's what we're here for is to drive economic value for the area to create jobs, bring in investment capital and bring in great talent because that's what we need in the entrepreneurial ecosystem. Um, and lastly, we want to be a collaborative accelerator, not a competitive one. Uh, one of my favorite aspects of our program is a CEO roundtable. It's where we have all of the founders sit around a table and we go to each one and talk about personal matters and business matters because those typically uh, intertwine when you're running a startup. It's not for the faint of heart. It takes a lot of time, effort, blood, sweat, and tears to uh, potentially get to that spot that you want it to be in. So when selling it to that company, it's collaboration, no equity taken, mentors um, and honestly just a great area to be in with nwa with the bike scene um, the bar scene and some other pieces as well so matthew how did you get interested in capital allocation entrepreneurship and finance yeah so i think my interest was peaked first when i was an undergrad um, I went to Washtenaw Baptist University, did accounting and finance, and was on the investment teams called the ARI Fund, which is about a $2.5 million fund, pretty similar to what Arkansas has with the various funds. Um, and that was my first exposure to investments in the public markets. And when I was a freshman, I heard about it, talked to the guy who was running. I was like, hey, when I'm a junior, let me get into it. He's like, yeah, just work hard, keep your GPA up. Um, and we'll see what we can do. And that was also uh, Dr. Bruni, awesome finance professor. Uh, but was able to get in that. And I really enjoyed the process of learning about companies and seeing where there were potentials to drive alpha. I mean, it's, I remember a class I had with John Johnson in my MBA um, class strategy. Everything goes down to brand. It's not just you have a better margin. What's in that margin? It's marketing, sourcing. Um, Finance. I mean, there's so many different pieces that go into it. Not to play lightly, it's not a, a game, but you have to figure out a way to balance all the pieces while being able to reward your stakeholders at the same time. So there's a lot of different pieces that you have to be able to think of while you're doing that. So from the financial investment point, trying to find those opportunities and just getting that initial, initial exposure was how I got into investments. But more on the private market side was when I was getting my MBA from Arkansas. Uh, for about a year and a half, I interned with Startup Junkie, and while I was doing that, I had the opportunity to get a little bit of exposure with Cadron Capital, which is a VC based out of Fayetteville, Arkansas. I was able to see just the various business models, what you're looking for, 
and how at the end of the day you can reward your your LPs because a big piece in NWA that's still lacking is early stage investments. I know Carter talked a little bit about that, but that's a big piece of any entrepreneurial ecosystem. You have to be able to uh, allocate that capital to make sure that these startups have the fuel to grow, create new jobs, um, and hopefully uh, make Northwest Arkansas a better place with that. So that's where it stemmed from. So Matthew, um, you graduated recently, uh, a little over a year ago with your MBA with a finance concentration from the Walton College. Um, so what advice would you give to students in general um, based on your experience? Yeah, so there's a, a few things. Um, one, listen to advice, but be very careful about how you bring that into your mindset. So what I mean by that is, we had someone on our podcast a while back from Startup Tech, and we asked him questions surrounded by that. And he said, the true test of a leader is someone who can synthesize data. Just because someone who is a tested leader in an industry tells you something does not necessarily mean that's the truth the way. You have to be able to relate it back to your experience. Um, and I, I had a terrible habit of not listening to advice. So listen to advice, but also synthesize it to your experience to make sure it's bringing optimal value to your situation. And also something the dean of my business school said from undergrad that sticks to me today is, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing this, most people are sorry, and that can be a good thing or a bad thing. Uh, not a lot of people are willing to do the little details, go the extra mile to have that little bit more of an outcome that can make a big difference in the end. So. That's something I've seen even running the program, the little details, whether it's getting that extra mentor or making that extra connection. Um, those add up, and that's something that we've seen from our end as well. So uh, those are some of the pieces of advice that I would give. Thank you so much, Matthew, for taking time to visit with us today. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Dean Wall. I really appreciate it. On behalf of the Sam M. Walton College of Business, I want to thank everyone for spending time with us for another engaging conversation. You can subscribe by going to your favorite podcast service and searching Be Epic, B-E-E-P-I-C.